Almost Daily Devotional, 10 Reasons Not to Bathe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. Cliff Ravenscraft here. And today I'm bringing to you something a little bit different. I'm going to give you the top 10 reasons people give for not bathing. That's right. And somehow I'm going to turn this in to something that relates to a scripture from the Bible in the book of Psalms, chapter 122, verse 1. That's right, folks. I am going to start things off in a completely different way than you've heard me start things off in the past, and that is I am just going to give you a top 10 list. Now, top 10 lists have been very popular. They're, they're, they're attention grabbers, and they they tend to do a lot. They basically grab... Well, okay, so they're attention grabbers. I think I've already said that. Why should I rephrase that four different ways just because I like to talk? So just stop there, move forward. Now, if you... If you have children in the car or in the background, this is not an explicit list by any way, shape, or form. However, if you have any uh, issues with your children when it's time for taking a bath and they give you excuses and and want to put it off, you may want to go ahead and listen to this privately and make this like a personal devotional because you don't want your children to be armed with these powerful reasons for not bathing. All right, so with that said, go ahead and pause, take care of that. For the rest of you, we're going to continue right on, and uh, we now want to welcome back those parents. So here we go. Top 10 reasons people give for not bathing. Reason number one, I was forced to bathe as a child. Oh, those poor people. Number two, people who bathe are all hypocrites because they simply think that they're cleaner than everyone else. Number three, there are so many different kinds of soap. I can't decide which one is best for me. Reason number four, I used to bathe, but I got bored and just stopped doing it. Uh, Number five, I only bathe on special occasions, like mm, Christmas and Easter are good ones. Number six, none of my friends bathe. Number seven, I'll start taking baths when I get older and dirtier. Number eight, I simply just don't have time to bathe. Number nine, the bathroom is never warm enough in the winter, nor is it cold enough in the summer. Number ten, the tenth reason why people give for not bathing The people who make soap are only after your money. Does this sound, does this list sound familiar? Have you given this list, uh, have you given one of these responses, uh, to people when they ask why you don't bathe? Or wait, let's take this out of the bathing thing. And I think you'll probably get the gist of where I'm going with this. And it is about the topic of going to church. What a phrase today that basically, ah, the the phrase going to church is almost taboo. You know, that you have, it's almost reserved for the right wing 
super religious nut job evangelical Christians like Cliff Ravenscraft uh, who who basically want to convert all their friends to Christianity and they think that inviting them to church on Sunday is going to be the answer for everybody's problem, which I don't agree with. Uh, so I and, and to be honest with you, I'm reading this devotional guide and, and all of this is not I just want to just say this is not. The, even the top ten list, I didn't come up with that. It was clever, and and somebody else's uh, um, thoughts, and 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 I just liked it, and I thought I'd bring it here. However, I just want to say this: this devotional guide. When I was reading it, it's 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 basically what you know. Get, go to church. It's go to church, and and the problem I have with that is and and the problem that even in Christian circles today some of us hesitate when we hear people say oh well invite your friends to church or you know you should build relationships with somebody so that one day you might have um the type of relationship where you think it's okay to invite your friends to church and and i just there there's something about this this phrase of inviting people to church that kind of you know, I think it's been taken the wrong way. I think it's been used as a cop out for people to not share their faith in in relationship and to not have you know, to to not be able to uh, convey why it is that they're Christ followers to to their non Christ following friends. And 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 I believe that it's just a cop out to say, okay, this is how I'll teach my friends about this faith that I have. I'll invite them to come to church so that somebody else can tell them about it. And and I, I must say I, I'm a little bit against that. However, <coughs> excuse me. However, in the truest sense of the term, I am not opposed to inviting people to church. Now, when I say invite people to church, I do not mean. I do not mean invite them, and I'll see you on Sunday morning. That is not what I'm talking about. When I when I think about inviting people to church, first of all, the Bible clearly states that that when we become Christians, when we become Christ followers, we become a part of the body of Christ. And and so the ecclesia or the ecclesia that that is the called out ones, that is the people who make up this greater body, this family if you will. That is Christianity, that we come together and we are the spiritual family. We are the church. So when it, when I hear, let's go to church, I don't hear, let's go to a building once a week. When I say, I, I, matter of fact, I don't think you can go to church. You you are the church. We are gathering as the church. Th- those are better phrases. So when I when I see Twitter messages on on Sunday mornings like, "Hey, I'm heading to church," you know, I, I don't I don't judge those people for using that language. It's a language that's been around forever, and that's how people talk about church. Um, but when I when I say you know tr- tr- do Twitter messages, it, it's very difficult for me because I am always out there saying you know 140 characters less. On family and I are in the van on our way to the celebration worship gathering for Watermark Church. So, I mean, I'm always trying to find the better way to communicate what I mean when I say going to church. Now, is there some scriptural references out there that we can pull in here that talk about, um, you know, this this idea, this concept of being the body of Christ and and coming together on a regular basis? Well, there's lots of them. In fact, when when speaking of the the topic of the church, 
the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 25 through 27. Um, I'm just going to pull out a couple parts here. He says, when, as far as it relates to the church, there should be no division. Its part, or I'm sorry, its parts should have equal concern for each other, and each one of you is a part of it. Um, I believe it's in Hebrews chapter 12 that says, uh, do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together. Um, in Hebrews three twelve through 14, I think it is, see to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that uh, turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, not just on Sundays, uh, as long as it is called today, for we have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly till the end the confidence that we have at first. So it's this idea of encouraging one another, coming together. You are a part of Christ's body, the church. You are the church. Now, I want to read to you a couple statements that this devotional guide has. And and I believe, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I think it plays in too much to this invite people to church Sunday. Uh, because here, let me read to you what this devotional guide says, and uh, I'm going to try to wrap this up really quickly here. Anyway, it says here, speaking, okay, you are part, okay, you are a part of Christ's body, the church, and it says, so you need to be there. What? You need to be there. Beware. Okay, well, maybe, let's just say, okay, maybe they mean where the other believers are gathered, whether that happens to be Sunday morning at that building or whatever corporate gathering, or whether that means together with some other believers in their home, uh, you know, for regular encouragement and sharing and community, or whether that means at Starbucks where three or four other believers are together just to have fun together. Because, of course, I believe that's church, too. You know, three, four people gather together uh, just to encourage one another in their faith uh, at Starbucks. That, my friends, is going there. Be there. Go to there. That's church. You know, it can be. And it should be. Because we are the body. The church is the body. It's the individuals coming together. This is what the church is. Anyway, uh, here is something that... um, that that leads me to think this devotional is taking this in the wrong direction. It says there are truths taught in God's house in God's house that you won't hear anywhere else. Well, that's a very traditional view of what church is. See that building that we all gather in. If you happen to be a part of a church uh, or a body of believers that that has a building that they call their own, and you gather together for corporate worship on Sunday mornings, let's just say, and and that building, that there's the tendency to call that God's house. Well, I, I know that some of my Catholic friends may, may disagree with me, um, but the, th- the truth is, is when we are not there, when, when the people are not in that building, that building's just a building. It's a bunch of bricks. It's a, it's, it's a bunch of beams. It's a bunch of, maybe you have stained glass, you know, it, it, it's a wooden uh, cross up on the, it, that, it's, it's decoration, really. I mean, obviously, those all have symbolism and stuff like that. And, of course, it can be set apart and it can be uh, consecrated or, or dedicated to the Lord, uh, set apart. You know, that sure, there, it, it can be special, but is it, quote, unquote, God's house? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that, that's for another time and another, maybe about the church podcast or something. But uh, I do like what this says. It says, there you will find a spiritual family to belong to, a faith to live by, 
and a focus that gets your eyes where they should be on Christ. Now that, my friends, I think is an accurate statement, to say the very least. There, when you gather together with other believers in Christ, and I'm going to go ahead and start my my music because I can see I'm already way over my normal 10 minute almost daily devotional. If I don't start this music, I'm not going to get it done in time. So anyway, there, when you gather together with other believers in Christ, it's in that gathering, it's in that community that you will find a family to belong to. That is the church. It is in that community of believers and interacting with them and living life together with other Christ followers. That's where you're going to find a faith to live by. And that's where you're going to get help on this focus, the renewing of your mind, that gets your eyes focused where they should be on Christ. Anyway, the the last thing in this chapter in this little devotional thought of the day, it says, and I'm not kidding you, it says, so we'll see you in church on Sunday. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, I do hope that you will, if you're not already, find a place where you can bathe. Seriously, bathe in the presence of other believers. You know, why aren't you bathing? There are certainly the 10 most popular reasons people don't bathe or don't belong or participate in a community of other believers called the church. And some of it's because of this cheesy, oh, the church is Sunday morning and that's all it is. And for so many people, that's the case. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's not what it is. Now, when I read Psalm 122, verse 1, it says, let us go into the house of the Lord. Now, I want to tell you, that the scripture in the New Testament clearly states that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When we gather together, we are in God's midst. God's midst, or God's presence is in our midst. We are the house of God, not that building. So anyway, I hope that you will find it inspiring today as a devotional thought today to go out and finally Find a church family. Find a group of believers who will encourage you, who will uplift you, who will help you keep that focus where it should be on Christ. And sure, chances are they'll probably meet on the weekend. More than likely, they'll have a corporate gathering on Sunday morning. But I encourage you to find a church that will allow you the opportunity to meet with other Christians at least one other time during the week in a very small setting, a small group setting where you can really build relationships and be the church and be the church. And not only that, but I encourage you not just to go and and to take part in that, but to hang out and build relationships with those individuals and do life together. And then we'll find the strength we need to be the church that God wants us to be, the example to the outside world. May God richly bless you today. Please tell somebody else today about almostdailydevotional.com. And if you want to help support what we're doing here, please go to gspn.tv slash plus and learn what it means to be a gspn.tv plus member to help keep this programming moving forward. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.